Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the Binding of Isaac podcast that covers every chapter, 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 and chapter in the Binding of Isaac series of video games. I'm Gary Butterfield, and with me as always is a man who you have not seen the depths that he will sink to. Will Hughes. It's Chapter Sunday, Gary. Taxi theme, take it away! Chapter. 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 If we ever mentioned that on the show, that running joke where uh, I try to cue it up when I had a car that when you get in my mm-hmm. car, I have the taxi theme playing. It's very, it's very funny. But it, the, one of the funny things about it, and this is uh, to me, is when it didn't work. Because sure. uh, it would be the taxi theme, which was a joke. And then sometimes it'd be like, oh, it's that cover from Overkill from Scrubs. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this sucks. I mean, that's um, a good – I mean, that's – I mean, when you say cover, it's still uh, – what's the guy. Call it? It's yeah. called hey. Yeah. It's just not the original version, which I think is a, is a bop. They're both bops. I don't like the cover. I think the acoustic cover of Overkill by Colin Hay is really good. Mm. I mean, Gary, whose side is Zach Braff on here? <laughs> like the losing side the predator's side i don't uh yeah see i he, he i don't know is he a predator just because he's dating florence Pugh? this is the second time i've had this conversation with someone today <laughs> um no, uh, I, zach braff I, is prominently featured in the next to last episode of bojack horseman where he essentially plays the avatar of death well i don't know i just, I just don't like zach braff i think if well, you no don't go does. through us if you don't go through a scrubs phase you have like no positive associations with Braff. I'm just like, this guy fucking sucks. And Did he's just always sucks the entire phase? time. No, I'm not a scrubs guy. I mean, I'm not either no. now, but I went through my scrubs phase like every mm-hmm. good American boy. It's you and my friend Brian Chennel. Those are the two people I know who like scrubs. Gosh. I think Brian Wade as well, but it, it's, it's rarer than, than, than you might think, at least in my life, that somebody where, where my American. turkeys at? You know? Where my turkey? I'm at? no Superman. Um, Laszlo Bain, great song. Uh, featured great on the song. hit podcast Everything to Guppy. Great song. Because I definitely <laughs> use that for one of the character themes. <laughs> the uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I just uh, I think that I, in in general, I'm there's no, no character. I'm no character, man. Um, I there's there's no uh, sincerely no judgment in this. I think you are just warmer to the idea of that flavor of sitcom than I am. I mean, because in the especially in the early going, it's a it's a more it's got just enough little drama, no mm-hmm. nodules mixed in. I like Bill Lawrence's work quite a bit through whether it's Scrubs or whatever. I think he's a fun creator. But mm. uh, you know, we get we get many years of Neil Flynn, the great Neil Flynn. Yeah, yeah. I I I, I bet you there would be things I could like about it. I just had, I get I'm turned off by the breath. Yeah, and I would not at this point identify myself as a Scrubs American. But if like mm. an episode was on, I would watch it. Yeah, can't follow you there. But well, Gary, you're no Superman. I'm no Superman. Somebody save me! Is that um, Smallville? <laughs> okay, it's like, that sounds like Paul F. Tompkins singing the Smallville theme. <laughs> no, somebody save me! Uh, like. Uh, Larry, if you had to do the Smallville theme, what would it be like? You gotta tell me. Take the plunge. Not, 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 not. Somebody, somebody save me. 
um, still not the worst theme song on that network because that was also the network that ran Enterprise. Ah uh, oh, man, and I can I can still get mad at the theme song to fucking Enterprise. Man. So funny, like Star Trek I've is got so... faith of the heart. Oh man, so Star Trek is is such a weird fucking entity now. Like between the new like Discovery and the now Picard, mm-hmm. like it's and I understand short tracks. And short tra- <laughs> tracks, uh, and the Orville. I just, I just think and it, the it upcoming is... animated comedy series. Yes, yeah. I just, I find uh, it. Tawny very... Newsom, I think, is one of the main voices. Very strange. Um, the depths. Yeah, they turned into a brand, man. Like they, they, they. Very it's becoming deliberate. Star Wars. They're like, oh, we want that Star Wars energy, where this just will never ever go away for anything. Except that it's all pointed towards getting people to subscribe to CBS All Access. All yeah, different things. Whereas the thing and the the reason why uh like Star Trek, the things I like about it are so like crystallized mm-hmm. in the past. Like I uh you know, is totally next generation in Deep Space Nine that when I have tried to watch uh I haven't watched Picard yet, but when I tried to watch uh, Discovery. I'm just like, I just don't like this if it's not a show from the 90s. Yeah, D- Discovery especially is an extremely modern show operating within the Star Trek framework. I don't I don't understand the point of that. Like, to, to me, a lot of the charm, it'd be like if you did, like, an update of MASH or something. Like, it's 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 of its Shit, era in a way. Gary, you just wished that into Did I existence. just put that into the yeah, universe? That's going to exist in four uh, Any moment now. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody just woke up in a sweat. i just blew my heaven wish on earth mobile army surgical hospital (laughs) heaven is a wish on earth um (laughs) that's weirdly not the like it's actually an accurate statement it is (laughs) um suicide is painless get into my taxi Danny um, DeVito. Do, and Dan, and Dan. Um, uh, the Dank Depths. The Depths. The, the, the Depths and the Dank Depths and the Necropolis. Yeah. Uh, this is hard. This is where I the think, game stops fucking around. Yep. And I think that there is a pretty strong argument that if you're taking the uh, the power curve that you have versus the difficulty of the game, accepting uh, later bosses, this uh-huh. is the most difficult floor. Other than perhaps uh, the uh, dark place or whatever after okay. like where you fight the lamb. Gary, can I digress for just a second? I know this has been a digression heavy episode. It's quite all right. I was looking at uh, the wiki on my phone, the fandom wiki. Uh, and I did see an ad for a organization just called the Good Feet Store. I have been to the Good Feet Store. It's upsetting. I don't, it's upsetting yeah, I, as a name. I uh, I saw a comedian once. Yeah, and and they are saying like they're talking about that, and they're they're talking about as as a name uh, how disturbing a lady footlocker is. And yeah, just, no, that's pretty funny. Point. Like uh, it's a similar kind of thing. It is just that I have to buy uh, special shoes because of my uh, my bad feet, so mm-hmm. I have to go buy like serious walking shoes. They have a wide toe box. Sincere walking shoes. They are sincere. So yeah, Gary, I would agree with your assertion that the depths is the point where the kind of the curve is at its least player favoring. Yeah, because after this, so like the womb is not harder than this as a floor. Uh, no, not really. We're about until the game literally just starts throwing bosses at you. Yes, this is about as hard as it knows how to make enemies. And and you just don't have uh, as many items as you'll have after this. 
you know, like maybe you get to boss rush. If not, you just get a couple more chances to deal with the devil. Like you're going to be better prepared for the womb. I just think this is like a necropolis, like as floor five is, can be really tricky. The enemy pool in the necropolis, uh, sucks. Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, they all, they all suck, but it does suck more. Uh, yeah. so yeah. So let's, let's talk about this in terms of like story and stuff. Mm-hmm. This is the point where the game gets abstract. Yes. Uh, because you have gone down, like, as uh, you know, we keep talking about it, like, yes, it's a basement. It's a big basement, but it's a basement. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you crawl through that to get into a cave, hypothetically possible. My now father's house fortress. has many basements. It's true. Yeah. Now we're in like a fortress. Yes. It like connects to a local mausoleum. Yeah. Or something. Um, and in this Sign local mausoleum. Sign up for mausoleum, LinkedIn. Collect, connect with local mausoleums. I, w- I would like a, uh, I would like a, a MILF. Um, <laughs> the, uh, so this, this little castle, like the, you know, the, uh, the geography makes us look like a man-made space. You know, we are back into things and this eventually will turn into, go into, you know, the pussy of the mom and then sure. into, you know, teleporting to like hell and cathedrals and stuff. Like, I think you're right that this is the fulcrum in which things become explicitly metaphorical. Yeah. Uh, in terms of H.P. Lovecraft's Dreamlands, this is like the 777 steps of deep slumber. Thank you. Like, Gary. yeah, this That's is the transition point. A helpful uh, understanding point for everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the uh, only once, but this is the first final level of the game. Yes. Yep. Because uh, the end boss of it, which we won't get to for a little bit, because is of mom. how it's structured, we're going to do all the end bosses at once. Yeah, it's going it's uh, to be quite a bit. Yeah, uh, it's mom. It is yeah. uh, the force that has been hypothetically chasing Isaac throughout the entire game so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in fact, uh, one of the clever things that they do here is that you start to see mom come after you a little bit on this floor. Uh, yes. Because this isn't the, like, I think there's situations that can cause mom's hand to spawn sooner. Uh, but this is where you will actually have rooms where, like, four or five of mom's hands will slam down and try to grab Isaac. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they work um, kind of like the wall masters uh, from Zelda, where they will tell it, they will grab you, hurt you, and take you back to the first room of the floor. Yep, uh, which sucks. Uh, yeah, it's a big pain. Um, the uh, a clever thing about them. Uh, do you do you play uh, the Switch with sound on? Uh, generally. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it, it does. It vibrate for you? Um, I can't. I can't remember. I haven't played Isaac for a while. I'm okay. waiting for that that patch. Um, uh, typically, what a... I do is I turn down music and turn up sound effects, and then listen to a podcast. Yeah, there's a, there's a sound cue uh, that plays if you're in a room with mom's hand since they fall from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the it will also vibrate your Switch controllers to let you know uh, that you need to move. That's nice. I dig it. It's a nice little touch. Yeah. Uh, I was uh, stifling a yawn there. So that's yeah. why uh, my terse response. Not because it's late because I'm – or because it's late, not because I was boring. No, no. It wasn't because you were explaining uh, Switch features to a Switch, Switch owner. Switch explaining. You're sw- switch planning to me. I'm sure that's actually a thing in the BDSM community. Sure. Um, <laughs> the, uh, so yeah, this is, this is hard. It is becoming metaphorical. I think that from a gameplay perspective, I'm very happy the game continues after beating mom from like a story and containment perspective. I really like the idea of mom just being an emboss. I like do as, too. as far as the things that can be the thematic emboss of the game, even more than the womb or mom's heart or Isaac or any of those things are a little bit more trippy. I think just fighting mom is as pure as that, like kind of the, the log line of the game gets. Yeah. The first time you beat mom, it feels great. It's amazing. 
even on a and new like, save, like even when I do it, you know, for the first time, well, this makes me want to start a new save. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, it just is a really good feeling. It's also like, I, I saw someone else point this out. It's the last time the game has a happy ending. That is true. That is true. Um, up until the, uh, the lost ending, the uh, lost child one. Oh no, he's dead in that one. Though. Oh, yeah. Mind. He's dead in all of them, buddy. Yeah. He's dead in that season. one. And that one, she just doesn't know where he's at. Yeah. But no, uh, yeah, you beat mom. Uh, and then in fact, it almost seems like God approves of Isaac this one time, mm -hmm. uh, drops a Bible on her head. Yep. Takes her out. Uh, and of course, we'll visit that in more detail in the ending season. Yes, the lore season. When we're no, no, like, no, Gary. There's the lore season and then there's the ending season. We won't do those together. No, I don't think so. I think we... Yeah. Gary, what at that we we're going to be pretty horny for content. We should probably put like keys in between there. Like the yeah. key season. Key, charged key. Uh, mm -hmm. Golden key. Golden key. Golden corral. Do a whole uh, episode the double key. Mm-hmm. Man, the the last like three times I've eaten a golden golden crowd, which was like ten years ago, I got so fucking sick. Well, yeah, Gary, that's the point. It's it's disgusting. Not no, I didn't like eat and die gorge. I just ate oh, a normal okay. meal and then felt like I was gonna die because of low quality food. Gary, can I talk about the college experience for a second without feeling seeing like I was bragging about my socioeconomic class? Ah, uh, you know, based on what you just said, yes. I don't know Great. where this will go, but yeah. uh, it's really just the fact that like. Uh, Colleges uh, bribe kids to go to them with by having good food. Yeah. Uh, it, it blows my mind that I used to have a daily buffet of high-quality food. I could just walk 50 feet to get. Yeah. For free. And they make me give them – I mean, I, I pay – like, you know, my parents paid them a ton of money. Yeah, like, uh, a di like a dining – like a card or something, right? Yeah, I just swiped my card and then I could just have as many make-your-own-pizzas as I wanted. Yeah. Nuts. Yeah. And, I the and the metabolism to survive it. Yeah. Yeah. Were you a svelte man back then? <laughs> yes. I was I, no, I was really asking. I was like a, like a gas. Come on. When you said buddy. you had the metabolism to survive it, I didn't know what you meant other than I that. meant survive it. Oh, okay. Like by barely. I was choosing my words <laughs> with relish and specificity. Well, and you chose your meals with relish when it came to hot dogs. I don't actually um, like relish on hot dogs very much. What the fuck? Um, just mustard. Went just mustard. Just mustard. Maybe some onions. Um, mustard onions on a hot dog. What the fuck? Um, I uh, I dated a girl who went to college around college age, uh -huh. and would go spend the night in the dorm every once in a while with her, and then she would take me downstairs to like the dining dollar, you know, buffet uh -huh. thing, and it was like seemed like such a, a a plum gig to me as well, like a real it's, sweet deal. It's such a waste of food. <laughs> oh, totally. It's a huge waste of food, and like, it's it, even the cost for like the meal plans or whatever. Is not cheap. No, like, no, 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 no. Yeah. It's exorbitant, dude. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's real ridiculous. By the time I went to college, I was like 30, you know, 33 or whatever. So I was not getting a meal plan. Getting kind of like a danger field situation. Yeah, yeah. I considered it. I did look at them. They, they like tried to sell it to me. They're like, yeah, many non-traditional students actually do the meal plan. And I was like, mm, I don't know if I believe that. And then I looked at it. I'm like, no, this is dumb as hell. Yeah. Like, you, but you might get to meet uh, Kurt Vonnegut. I could have met Kurt Vonnegut. Yeah, I yeah. mean that he, he comes along with every back to school uh, style situation. Yeah, and even though he is dead, it's like a weird necromancy kind of thing. Like I just get mm. to like kiss his coffin, like a picture of his coffin. Oh, that's right. Oh, I, Kurt Vonnegut will turn back into a human man if you stake me in the heart. But he's dead already. How do I get him to come back to life? Do we need to get the mummy in on this shit? Yeah, he's my roommate. He's your roommate. You still have a roommate. You don't have your own house. I this economy. You know, actually, it's the money. It's not the money thing so much as uh, the company. Yeah. 
Yeah. Do you, I mean, I imagine actually, it takes I hours, mean, the, the money thing is the whole premise of uh, what we do in the shadows, both the original <laughs> film and the TV series. Yeah, no, no, I know. Uh, what does that have to do with you, Dracula's like roommate situation? Though, I'm a fan. Oh. I'm a fan. I'm kind of uh, actually, I've set up my whole life to be kind of like those characters. They're pretty funny. I'm characters. a big Matt Berry guy. I I love that movie. It's Mon- way funnier I mean, Matt than Berry's in the TV show. I, love I have not seen Matt. the TV show. I, I, you should, dude, come over. I have. Well, do TV. I have to have fucking Hulu or something? Like, how do I? How do I? Yeah, watch you'll it? have to bring your Hulu login. I don't. I don't let anyone do watch my Hulu without showing me their Hulu <laughs> login. And you know why? Because I'm an asshole. I'm Dracula. <laughs> You're lawful evil. I'm one of um, history's greatest <laughs> monsters. I used to impale people for fun. But now I just look at their, their logins. <laughs> now I force them logins. to show me that they are also paying for Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah. I love Disney Plus. Well, well that's, that's, I don't watch Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my boss is back. Yeah, well, well, okay. Let's go. Get out of here. Yeah. Gary, we did it. Uh, we talked about the depths. We did talk about the depths. It's hard. Everyone says we didn't fuck off. Yeah. It's hard. Uh, the reason it's hard is because you end up with the knight enemies. The knights uh, which are those really guys rough. only be hit from the front. Um, you end up with a lot of the, uh, like the, a lot of enemies are upgraded to like shoot brimstone lasers. So the wall creepers now shoot brimstone lasers a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you get those like fucking fat sacks? The fat sacks, which are ridiculous. They're um, the big fat guys who can like, uh, and the small ones also, both of them that can like basically teleport around the room. When yep. I used to worry about getting Dark Boy, those yeah. were the ones that would always fuck a Dark Boy run. Yeah, they would do it. Um, also, I'd have uh, uh, the masks. Like you'd just go into the room sometime and there'd be like a bad mask set up the with ma- a mask the and masks heart. masks are really aggressive. Uh, just really, really hard. Keepers? The, the keeper heads? Fuck. The bosses? Not actually that bad. No, no, no. no. Like, the, yeah, the bosses, the bosses are fine. Um, uh, mom is a hard boss fight we'll talk about that but the actual yeah. like the regular the bosses you face on floor five are not terribly bad generally no yeah like although he, bloats uh, in that pool bloats in that pool he's annoying like you can still get like headless horseman like you can get some tough bosses uh you're like brownie who i like i get hit by a lot even though brownie is not hard and he just, just puts a ton of stuff on the screen just puts on stuff on the screen so it's hard that is the uh the depths Join us next time. Should we talk about Boss Rush in between? Or should we wait? Yeah, Where we will should. that go? We should. Okay. Yeah, so next we'll time we'll Boss Rush. Show. That'll be fun. Uh, that'll be a sincere week because I have a lot of serious things to say about Boss Rush. Boss Rush is really interesting. Yep. Um, if you like the show, head on over to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. Donate enough and Dracula never comes back. Mm-hmm. That amount. We need to get to $40,000 a month. Yeah, let's, we, you can do it, folks. Mm-hmm. Only you can stop me. <laughs> this is yeah, actually like literally like a, a I am ripping off Justin McElroy because there's a there are a couple polygon uh God will you ever stop Dracula. talking about the Malkoroys. I do love the Malkoroys. I just said the Malkoroys, that's like the, the Bloodlines clan. Uh-huh. <laughs> like <laughs> it's but they're that is their uh their clan weaknesses. They just <laughs> really want you to try sawbones. Yeah. And just I'm not gonna do it. Um no good uh, reason. I just don't I'm sure it's good. Hey, uh, you can also leave us a review. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Apple Podcasts. That's the place that we are most likely to see it. You can also leave it somewhere else. We used to give people esoteric review instructions, and I assume that happened. Yeah, still do it. But tell us about it. Uh, like this one from Cameron Coker. Yeah, write a review telling us where you left the other review. Yeah. Uh, this one from Cameron Coker, five stars. Thank you. And then this one's going to be, uh, it's pretty conceptual. 
Okay. Uh, in fact, shit. Vamp for like two seconds, Gary. Okay. Blah. Blah, I am Vamp, the bisexual monster from Metal Gear Solid 2. I'm played Blah. by Mad TV's Phil Lamar. It's weird. Uh, keep going, because I the, the full title on this is worth reading, but uh, I, it's not displaying on my phone. So. Oh, I'm still vamping? Yeah, you're still vamping. Blah! <laughs> Blah! Is what I like to drink. And also, Solid Snake. Get out of here. Do not invite me back to Metal Gear Solid 4. I do not want to be in your boring game. All right, Gary. Okay. Thank you. Title. Thank you. That was the title, Gary. I'm not just repeating myself. Thank you. Okay. No, Gary, that was the full title. Okay, five stars. Thank you. They're doing some Scott Ackerman shit. Okay. So the full title is, thank you. Title, thank you. That was the title, Gary. I'm not just repeating myself. It's a good good title. (laughs) A man whose girlfriend plays Isaac and someone who Brayton Cameron won't do podcasts with anymore. <laughs> Entertained by not talking about a video game I don't enjoy and instead providing the amazing improv comedy show we know and love. P.S. Episodes 59 and 104 are a secret E2G classic intro set. Eagle-eared listeners that decided to listen to this podcast more than once. P.P.S. As revenge for cr- accusing me of cruising for limp, I've given you Uh-oh. money to suffer abjectly. Appreciate it. Good reviews. Good reviews Whom, all this week. Whomst was that from? Cameron Coker. Okay. I'm excited to play that abject suffering pick. Unless we've already done it. And it's, it's that fucker who told us to do Fantasy Star on line three. Absolutely. Um, uh, to say review was that. posted on uh, February 19th. So. Okay. So no, no, it's, that's too recent. So. Gary, I, I have no fucking clue what episodes 59 and 104 are. We got to find out. We're going to be being gaslighted into listening to our own trash. Oh, no. <laughs> so, uh, good night. Good night.